You've reached Hall in Mockery. that's funny yeah don't don't uh i wouldn't if i were you i wouldn't tell anyone about that no (laughs) oh yeah i hope this wasn't a hot mic situation now if we're going to see uh channing uh tater tatum channing tater tater channing jr call me tater channing call me tater channing call me tater comma if i'm talking to my friend channing yeah and i want to get on better terms with him Call me Tater Channing. Yep. If you want to see a hot Mike, go see one of those movies. Preferably Mike's Last Dance, I think. Well, I actually heard that there's not much dancing in that one. There's not? Hold on, let me look this up. Magic Mike, the third and final Mm -hmm. of the Mike Mike Micaverse. Well, there's Magic Mike, there's Magic Mike XXL. Yeah, that's number squeakle. It's been... It was eight long years before we got to see his last dance. We waited and waited. Uh, from what I've heard, it's they dance like once, and then he doesn't want to dance anymore or something. Well, it's hard to dance when he's he has to pretend that Selma Hayek is he could possibly be attracted to this old woman. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the whole plot? It's Probably. like she's 60, and it's like, I'm going to give her one last dance. Oh, is that it? I think so, because she's like... And he's like, she's not beautiful enough. <laughs> and that's the most beautiful Here woman we go. Mike, on Earth. Yeah, I've seen a couple scenes from uh, Wild Wild West. Mike Lane takes to the stage once again when a business deal that went bust leaves him broke and bartending in Florida. Hoping for one last hurrah, he heads to London... Oh, that's right. With a wealthy socialite, who probably is her, who lures him with an offer he cannot simply refuse. Hmm, what is that? And an agenda all her own. This sounds intriguing. I actually want to see this. With everything on the line, he soon finds himself trying (laughs) to whip a hot new roster of talented dancers into shape. That's right. So he is... He's in London town, and he's trying to do Magic Mike, but British. So he's in his early 40s, so he's saying, I'm, I'm out of the game. Yeah. I'm going to whip some youngsters like Sebastian Mello Taveria, mm-hmm. Matt Se- Bomer. Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> he's just up there like, my grandma is the most annoying of all the Italian grandmas I know, okay, dude? She comes and she tries to make homemade pasta and she says, put the eggs and flour and water all on the table. And I'm like, ma, the table was just licked by the cat. (laughs) You want cat hair in the pasta? And then she says, Sebi, that's the Italian way. (laughs) In Italy, we call it gravy instead of this is sebastian's younger brother <laughs> right pete pete mariscalco right. we call it gravy and not <laughs> marinara ah, 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 ah. hey you turned my mic off oh <laughs> <laughs>
Well, so, this is, of course, Colin Mockery. Can you just give me a little <laughs> more here? Yeah, sure. I'm no Magic Mike, but I sure was coming in hot. Yeah. Okay, I've got some. So this is Colin Mockery. This is the show where you call us and we mock. Hold on. Okay. Um, if you want to call us, 319-DUB-MIT, D-U-B-M-I-I-T. We haven't gotten any calls for a while. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think, well, it's not that we haven't gotten them. As per usual, I think... The line gets clogged easily when we have a certain number of people calling in. Well, and I think the January 6th people are after us. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Landon? (laughs) (laughs) Remember two years ago, Mm -hmm. the one-year anniversary of the insurrection? Uh Uh-huh. When those people came and they were wearing fake mustaches and they were like, hey, I think your phone line's down. Mm-hmm. And we let them in stupidly. Yeah. And then they, the so those, the people, on the January 6th people are after us. Um, I think they maybe screwed up our phone line. The craziest part about that story to me is that the insurrection was three years ago already. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Time flies when you're having fun. Time flies when you're ready for... Maybe something to go down again. (laughs) We need something to talk about. Come on. There's been three years of nothing. That's the problem. That's why we are torn on do we go back with a certain guy, right? Or do we join our friends at the caucus tonight? And do we get someone back in here that's going to give us the content you people deserve for the next four years? We want him, but we want him. (laughs) How <laughs> about Pirates of Caribbean? Well, let's Woo! let's do oh. this. We crack the our second liquid death of the year. Liquid death. If you want to sponsor us, we've you've got some great new flavors out this year. We're trying to hit all of them. Yep. What did you get? Unparalleable. <laughs> yeah, I got the new one. It's called uh, Convicted Melons. We're gonna try that. That's like some of those January Sixers. Oh. Convicted felons. Oh, that's wait. Oh, that's that's what they got it from. Uh. I wondered. I got unparleavable. Like I understand that one. Yeah, that one makes. And I kept seeing. <laughs> I kept seeing convicted melon. Yeah. Just like okay. It's just one. It's just something that didn't click until now. Yeah. But because yeah. sometimes things aren't puns, but I don't like that because I feel like if you're a company right now. Everything you do has to revolve around being kind of sardonic. Yeah. If and you're not irreverent. Mm-hmm. If if I'm buying oat milk and it's not like, hey, this is the boring side of the carton. Hey, <laughs> yeah, but we got to do it. We got to do it for you. Yeah. Yep. Here's what's in it. And it's like water, oats. And then the last one's like 100% badass kick ass. And I'm like, okay. No, oh, I, I said I like that. Hold on, let me do that again. Yeah, you the bottom says 100% badass kick ass. And I'm like, yes, purchased. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, okay, so that puts me in mind of something that happened to me recently. Mm-hmm. Of course, every Christmas, uh, Christmas time. Something here. about, something happens where you're like, I'm craving Chinese food. Mm. Yeah. You're just put programmed. A, yeah. You put, put on, on a movie. movie. And you're just kind of, you just want that. So we ordered a couple days after Christmas. Okay. Just to be fully transparent. God, if, could you imagine being fully transparent? 
The amount of... Uh, um, um, I've got something to say about that. Um, uh, <laughs> I was in... I was, when I was on Transparent... Oh, yes. Tam- Jeffrey Tambor is yes, here. Yes, shut up! Hey, shut okay. up! All right, you're right. This is my time to talk. You're right. Stop talking over my lines. Stop talking over my lines. We're all friends on set. Yeah. We love each other. They like me on Arrested Development. Are you mocking me? I'll kill you. Jeez. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were. You always seemed funny. I thought you could take a joke. Guess not. I wore a dress. Transparent. Trans. That's a oh. fl- that, that should be a flavor of liquid death. <laughs> yeah. So what are you looking up over there? Oh, okay. So this happened to me. We got Chinese food. And of course, one of the great things about Chinese food, you get for free. Mm-hmm. Now, here's another bone to pick. But usually for free, mm-hmm. you get a little piece of dessert. Now, we can argue about the validity of the dessert. Yeah. A fortune cookie. I think calling it a dessert already. Because the thing is, it's not very good. It's just a little piece of cardboard. That has some sort of fake vanilla flavor. Yeah. Lightly uh, baked into it. But my dog loves it. (laughs) But uh, it's always fun to get the fortune cookie because you get to crack it open. Mm. On one side, you get your fortune, which is like fireworks. Jing Pong. Yeah. You're like, I'll take that with me. And then on the other side, yeah, it you says get, <laughs> you 42, get, 15, 8, 9. <laughs> your lucky numbers. Yeah. And then on the third side, <laughs> it says, like, don't wear socks after Labor Day. Yeah. They've run out of fortunes. Is that is that fair to say? Well, so here's where. Okay. So I crack open my fortune. You're done with your I've, chicken chow mein. Cleaned my plate. Mm-hmm. Delectable. A delicious food. Hey, can I ask before you get to this? Sure. Do you do it kind of detective style where you've got, <laughs> you know, a spread of the takeout containers mm-hmm. in the middle of the table and you've taken some from here and there. There's chopsticks sticking out of one container. Yeah. Do you do that or is it more, I'm going to get this. You go your own way. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We go our own way, and um, and and well, nowadays we've been sharing an entree because the place we go, the entree so big. That's what I'm saying. You, you can get, split her, you but get, yes, we don't have the little boxes just open on the counter to just pick and choose like right. a detective. Mm-hmm. We split it up first, and then go. Uh huh. Do you hear something? Yeah. And there's no basement to this place, right? Is it is do you think that the the fact that there's a smell of gasoline in the air has anything to do with it? No. Okay. So um my fortune cookies. Yes, as you said, they're mm-hmm. not really fortunes anymore. We the woman with whom I lived opened hers and it was like, you know, uh a clean a clean pair of shoes makes your year better or something mm-hmm. like, which is like, okay, fine. That's kind of advice or like a interesting, I mean, that wasn't it. I'm just making this up, but this is kind of the stuff they're doing now. We open one. We always give one to my dog mm-hmm. because it is 
actually worse probably than dog food, a fortune cookie. How are they? How is this because you're ordering a couple things? Well, yeah, they just give us three all the time. So isn't that weird? Yeah, I get three mints from like, let's call it Olive Garden. I think it's because we order enough food that they're like, this can't There's be just be, for two yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> so they give, and the the dog gets one that says like, um, every 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 seed will someday sow mm. and bloom to fruition or something, yeah. something really beautiful. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then mine said this: What's the speed of dark? They're doing bomb pop like jokes or riddles or something. That's a, yeah, that's a laffy taffy. Like, oh, the speed of light. What's the speed of dark? There, I think that's like a. There's a there's a guy that loves Jeffrey Wright, or sorry, Stephen Wright, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> hey, I love him too. I want to see his new movie, American Fiction. I want to see it too, but I'm not talking about him. I'm oh, talking about Stephen Wright. He's like, hey, read my book. It's called, what's it called? He has a book out. I think it's called The Speed of Dark. Yeah. Once the speed of dark. And then the audience is just like, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> Danger, keep out. Uh. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of stuff the guy does. Yeah. I certainly can't do it. But he's going to twist these things we think about every day, right? Yeah. There's going to be no limit to what he can do with a phrase. Like, if you gave him, uh, uh, if you said, by the end of tonight, I want you to have a good three or four options based off of danger keep out. And he'll come up with some crazy stuff, right? Yeah. His book is Harold. Mm. It's called Harold. I've heard it's very good. But anyway. Yeah, I've heard it's good too. I don't think it just came out. No, it's like probably a year ago at this point. At least. But I mean, if we're talking insurrection time, probably two years if, post. If insurrection is the big is the Big Bang, right? Yeah, we're in sort of the uh, a year ago. That's a long time ago from the beginning of the universe till now. His book came out. A quarter of, of a universe ago. Now, that's true, actually. Yeah. If you think about it like that, I mean, every second is its own little universe. Wouldn't you agree? Think about dividing something, right? Now you sound like a bad fortune cookie. You, I could write fortune cookies between one and two. Between the numbers one and two, there are infinite decibels. <laughs> decibels? <laughs> oh, whoa. I did hear something. I'm talking about when I'm in the parking lot and I got to walk by the car that's shaking. Yeah. So uh, that that was my fortune cookie. Thing. But the, yes, as you said. So that's all it said. There was no. But maybe they're trying to get you to be like, oh, this is kind of like a brain. Uh, but it's not a fortune. Mm -hmm. A fortune is you will have a good year. Mm -hmm. You will meet someone that changes your reality. You will have a bad hair day. Something like that. Yeah. Um, what is the speed of dark? I, f I feel like that would be the little phrase that comes on screen before like Oppenheimer or something. Yeah. You know, what is the speed of dark? And this is J. Robert Engelheimer. And then it goes into the movie where he's doing his thing where he's like, well, I'm Oppenheimer. And then everyone's mad that he didn't win. 
Golden Globe. He did. <laughs> I'm saying everyone's. I'm saying in a world where oh they open the movie with that phrase. Yeah, you know. Then they would. Yeah, they'd yeah. be mad that he didn't win. But luckily, he did. Right. Yeah, he did. So uh, that's it. Oh, but yeah, nowadays you do kind of some some places you have to. They charge you for a fortune cookie. No. Some places they do. Yes, they do. They do. I'm just. I don't agree with that. No, because philosophy. it's free to you. Like what? What are those costs for a restaurant? Oh, uh, I've seen a bag of them that are that I'm basically making money just buying them. Yeah, you know, you can you can buy them for like five bucks for fifty or mm-hmm. something like that. They're maybe one cent for a restaurant. So if you're buying them wholesale, well, you charge me twenty five cents mm-hmm. per FC. I mean, you're making hand over fist. And why not just build? If you're gonna, if you have to do that, if you said we have to start charging for these. Just bump all your prices up by like five cents, right? Well, they do that too, and then they charge you for the the fortune there, cookie. See, everyone talks about inflation and Bidenomics. Mm-hmm. I'm not Biden Bidening it. Yeah, I think everyone's. Uh, it's not the president. It's whoever's the president. It's not their fault unless it's one I don't like. Mm-hmm. But if but it's capitalism, isn't it? Uh. I'm going to show you this chart that I have here, if I can. (laughs) (laughs) That's good, yeah. So That actually makes me rethink what I said. I think that explains it in a way that you... uh, I actually like capitalism now. I think... I think we're thinking about... Capitalism is sort of like how you're always like... You're like, you're always saying like, I'm not a communist to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I accuse you of being a communist. You say dirty commie. You say dirty commie. No, you say it to me. Okay. No. Okay. You're a commie. You're, oh, sorry. You're a dirty commie. I'm a capitalist. <laughs> That's what usually how our conversation. So we could do go. back and forth like this all day, right? We could. But typically it ends there. Yeah. I call you a dirty commie. Mm-hmm. You call me a capitalist. You're a cap. Yeah, that's what I said. We storm off in our separate directions. Yeah. But I think we just need to remember that these are just words. When I'm calling you a dirty commie. These are just words that have no meaning anymore. Uh -uh. Much like most words. Mm -hmm. Elon Musk is a fascist. Yeah. It's true. It's also not true. Yeah. You're a fascist if you have an iPhone. Mm -hmm. It's not true, but But it is true. And Merriam-Webster and their dirty little tricks over there at the dictionary company mm-hmm. will just apply all the new definitions you want. Won't they? Anything you want. This is my new beef. Okay. This is good. Out of, for the 24 year. Well, happy 2023. Enough people in the world use the word bussy. <laughs> so we're adding it to the dictionary. The word of the year is bussy. I listened to a podcast. In the old. <laughs> You're a dirty commie. You're a capitalist. I listened to a podcast about the Merriam-Webster Dictionary because I was trying to figure out God, why... you sound fun. <laughs> and I won't let anyone talk to me while it's on. Or I'll do the... I have to pause my headphone. What? 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 You're like, geez, yes, I, I was yes, just... The meeting's in three minutes. I can walk down the hall in three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Yes. No. Yeah. If you're not back from the bathroom, I'll tell them. I'll let them know. And then I put it back in and yeah. it's like, 
It's actually been constantly being updated for the last 75 years. What? Yeah. Yeah, no. They're in, I get it. They're installing a panic button. I don't need to be there for that. <laughs> it's in the middle of the hallway. Everyone's going to see it. It's not a good place to put the button. Mm. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm just a patsy. I'm just a patsy. Okay. You said that with your whole bahussy. <laughs> so they can add whatever they want. If someone, They've if been some, doing it forever. Yes. I understand that. And I understand language changes. But what if I, I look up the word gas in the dictionary, <laughs> you fuel your car with it. And then the next thing is like, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just think wrong words shouldn't be changed. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't think like we talked about irregardless. You don't think wrong words should be changed. I don't think hmm. the word regardless is the correct uh, word to use. If you have, if you, you have not a regard. Who was that stand up that had a funny bit on the, on the word regardless? Was it, was it, um, Gary Goldman? <laughs> uh, but then you say irregardless enough where they're like, well, I guess people just think that's how you say it now. I guess we'll throw it in. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that bugs me. Yeah, what's up, Dak? Freddy, that bugs me. Freddie Solo. Freddie Soto, excuse me. Oh. Hilarious comedian and must watch. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I've heard that about Joy Joy Coy, too. And I... <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go through? Do you have anything else to talk about? Do I want to go through what? Uh, I don't have this. This week, I think everyone is sort of on their they're on their baddest self. I think they're on their um, Chinese food grind, if you will. Yeah. The, the holidays are over, right? Yeah. We're about to head back to school, you and mm. I. So you've you've kind of, you're on the downward slope and you're like, I just want something simple. I'm done with all the best of episodes. I'm done with everyone's top tens. Yeah. I'm done with all the, here's here's the, the, the greatest. Here's the peak of the mountain. I'm just looking for something that I can listen to five to six minutes before my meeting starts just to pass the time. Yeah. The meeting starts at, let's say, noon. So I don't really have anything to do before that. Yeah. I get to work by 11.50, <laughs> then just kind of make it look, I got to get all my stuff together for the meeting to go downstairs for the meeting from my office, right? Yeah. So I just need something that's, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm coming. I just had this thing I had to do. <laughs> yeah. They want it to be salmon pink. Yeah, they wanted the whole the whole thing to be salmon pink, and I said the 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 printer does not print all the way to the sides of the paper. There's going to be a border no matter what, and they told me to cut it. And I said, yeah, I can, I'll cut it. It's just gonna it's gonna be take a little more time. Yeah. Cut a thousand leaflets. <laughs> they asked me what a leaflet is. <laughs> no, I'm coming. I'm coming. Then I hit play again and just sit there and let my eyes roll back. <laughs> they added Liddy to the Merriam Dictionary. <laughs> So what do you got? <laughs> well, it was in the news, of course, that comedian Joe Coy. And that's in the news. Copyright. Didn't have very good jokes for Golden Globes. I heard about that. I wanted to play the audio, but I the cord's over there and my phone's over there. I kind of don't feel like plugging it in. Yeah. But we could just, I was wondering if we could come up with some jokes. Mm -hmm. About, I mean, you know what the big movies are. 
Barbie. The main jokes he had a prob- people have a problem with. I mean, none of them were really funny. He made jokes about uh, Barbie, basically that a 1950s comic would do. Um, just, just stuff that's not very. It's right. It's the lowest hanging fruit. Right. And we're used to Ricky Gervais coming out and spanking everyone with his uh, wit, wit, witty, witty uh, sort of. I'm above all of you because I'm not one of you. Mm-hmm. And then we had Amy and Tina do it for a while, and they were like, we're below you, so we're punching up. We're TV people. You are movie people. Mm -hmm. And they are actually funny, Mm -hmm. so that was funny. And then I don't remember who's been hosting, and it doesn't really matter, but they got this guy. Was someone supposed to host, and then they dropped out? He, on stage, after joke after joke was falling flat, he said, come on, I just got the gig 10 days ago. You want the monologue to be perfect? Shut up, is what he said. So, <laughs> and you can watch it. We're not going to play it here. We're not going to deign to that. Nah. We're not going to stoop to that level of playing audio. Um, of course, then comedians have to act like it was funny because comedians are a brotherhood. You can never say a bad word about a fellow comedian in public. In public. But. When you're back room at the cellar, oh my you're god, talking the, the so things that I've heard back there at the cellar, yeah. So, uh, he does bad jokes. Then the big problem is he says, "Yeah, I've I only had ten days. I just got the gig ten days ago. Mm-hmm. I wrote some. Writers wrote some. The ones you're laughing at are the ones I wrote." So, and of course, the big thing of Hollywood was a big writer strike recently. Mm-hmm. And recently, I mean, in the last year, which, of course, in insurrection years is a lifetime ago. And it, and it took a lifetime in those terms. I mean, with how long Absolutely. it took for the studios to get on board. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So. Let them starve. Everyone's <laughs> kind of mad at this guy. And he's like, hey, I'm just, it's not really my thing to do jokes about people i just kind of talk about my family like his stand-up is pretty clean it's just about his i believe he's comes from a multicultural family life so his jokes are about the clashing of cultures and stuff what do you think a gig like that pays not enough (laughs) but to be able to say i can't turn this down (laughs) well you know because people i think people they take it thinking this will be good for me mm-hmm. a lot of eyes mm-hmm. if i nail it a lot more people are going to check out my stuff mm-hmm. but most of the time it goes poorly and everyone hates you is that why i keep hearing jim gaffigan doing boost mobile ads to me yeah very loudly on my podcast app <laughs> boost mobile available walmart <laughs> yeah. you can get money off gas wow gas yeah well yeah Oh, well, Jim Gaffigan likes it. I assume I assume Jim Gaffigan uses Boost Mobile. Yeah, definitely. And he needs to go to Walmart to get his gas. I do it at Walmart. <laughs> He's never stepped foot in a Walmart. <laughs> Actually, he probably has. I go to Walmart. He really does. Boost he Mobile. 
Oh, that's not nice. He looks like a guy that goes to Walmart. His, his, his like 12 special is going to be all that. Yeah. Just all the quiet voice. Just people sitting. You know what? That'd be all right. Watching it. <laughs> oh, this guy looks like he goes to Walmart. <sighs> no, it's true. I've been to Walmart once. I like that. And the I voices died. in my head tour. That's good. Oh, no, he's even paler than he was last time. <laughs> <laughs> and I will watch him every time and laugh every time. Mm -hmm. I'm a simple man. I see Gaffigan, I click. I click like, Jim, <laughs> come back. Come back. I know you were just here and it was expensive, so I didn't go. Yeah. Come, come back. back. I will go this time, I swear. I got gift cards now. So if you could make, if, if you could make a joke, you have mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese. Chris Nolan, Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Bobby De Niro Jr. BD. Oh yeah, they, he made a joke about Bobby being Bobby De Niro being too old to have a kid because he just had one. Just all these lo the lowest hanging fruit. Yeah. Taylor Swift is sitting here. You make a joke about the NFL cutting away to her constantly. Mm -hmm. bah, bah, bah. All these things. Okay, so the room is packed with the biggest and brightest stars. Mm -hmm. You have seven to ten minutes. To show them what you're all about. Mm -hmm. What do you got? I think I start with. I think you have to start with practical jokes. <laughs> like cut to uh, Christopher Nolan. Mm. Say Christopher Nolan directed Oppenheimer. One of the biggest movies of the year. A magnificent undertaking. Chris, could you stand up? He stands up. Second, he's, he stands up. You have your Patsy. You've got all these seat fillers, right? Mm -hmm. You have a dirty seat filler. <laughs> what I mean is they slip a whoopee cushion on his chair. Yeah. And they it. say, everyone, Christopher Nolan. Then he sits down, big fart noise, <laughs> and then he just laugh. Yeah. He sits down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone goes nuts. <laughs> That would kill. And everyone's just laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he has to address it in one of his speeches when he wins the award. By the way, someone put a whoopee cushion. Yeah, and you're going, no. 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 I, how, would that, how would we do that? How could we have done that? So I think throwing in a little, everyone's expecting to hear the softest roast possible. Yeah. But I think it's the psychological humiliation that's really going to spruce up these events yeah. that's what's going to get people to watch if you want a viral clip mm. christopher nolan sitting on a whoopee cushion shit in pants kind of looks <laughs> around it wasn't me it his wasn't his brother's like dude that it, was exactly how you sound like when you do that i've heard you fart since you were a little tiny sprout bro we grew up together exactly <laughs> I've heard you fart since you were just a little sphincter. We've never been separated. We learned how to speak and read together. I know, which is why I know what makes flappy noises out your bum bum. Little do you know, you he are expecting a dirty seat filler. It's Davey Nolan yeah, or whatever. It's his brother. He was in on it the whole time. Mm -hmm. I just got to get him. He never gives me credit anymore. You cut to camera three. He stands up. He's right in. He He is blocking brother nolan so he has time to fill it up out of out of view of the camera slip it under of course some people sitting around are gonna see yeah but you're just gonna go holy he's gonna do it yeah <laughs> and if you're an actor so you can just be like 
I didn't see anything. <laughs> and then you have the people, the seat fillers that are on having their TikTok the whole time because mm. they're like, hey, uh, Boost Mobile sent me to the Golden Globes. Follow my journey. First, I got ready by brushing my teeth for 38 minutes. And then I went and then I saw other TikTok stars, mm. other people you have no idea who they are. And then, uh, and you're sitting there watching and you're yeah. like, why couldn't that have happened to me? It's all these 19 year olds that you're never going to hear of again. They're just famous for dancing in little tiny clips and then they get to go to the red car anyway you see for the behind the scenes view because they're like omg i think dave nolan is going to chris nolan yeah. is going to whoopee cushion chris nolan check this out and then oh my god Davey nolan just put a whoopee cushion under christopher nolan from oppenheimer's butt and by the time it reads it, the clip's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, so you do that to start them off. That's just like to put everyone on edge. Yeah. Because now it's like, okay. Because you've got, uh, I mean, you've got the biggest stars that are all up for these awards, right? Yeah. Marsden. Um, others. Margo. James Marsden. Margo. Marsden, Margo. You've got... Uh, Giamatti. So maybe you do that. You're, you say, uh, Margot Robbie is here from Barbie, a huge box office. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, it saved cinema, some say. Mm -hmm. uh, Margot, why don't you stand up and take a bow? Whoopee cushion her. Yeah. And she, you know, she's a little lighter. So when she sits, it's just. Now you've got. Yeah. Takes longer. And you see her slowly deflate. Greta Gerwig, she can't handle it. Mm -hmm. She runs out of the room. Yeah. Little do we know. Um, she was in on it. Yeah. She was the one who whoopied her. She's in on it. You can't get too close. You can't go to, to, to you can't go to Roby's husband, right? No. Because they're going to get he home. He wouldn't do it. She's going to be like, but. something's, she'll be like, Oh, you're being so weird tonight. Yeah. After all the awards, after everything that happened to me, you're being weird. Is it because I didn't do it? And he's like, no, I, I know you didn't. She's like, you don't believe me. So then he starts feeling bad. He's like, it's not that I don't believe you. It's that I whoopied you. Right? Yeah. So then you go to James Marsden. They say, James Marsden, you, you are up for an award. This is a crazy award. It's very strange. You are up for a Best Supporting Actor playing... James Marsden yeah. in jury duty. Well, we're going to need a jury to figure out which, uh, if Christopher Nolan or Margot Robbie dutied in their pants. Yeah. So you bring it back to them. He's nervous. Yeah. He thinks, oh and they God. think they're in the clear. Yeah. But you take nope. them back to hell, right? Yeah. Because this is the Barbenheimer. You want to get a little, you, it's a double feature. Yeah. Oh, suddenly you don't want to be in the hot seat. Mm -hmm. Well, you've made two hot seats. Hot yeah. with piles of poop. <laughs> Steaming seats. <laughs> All summer we had to hear about Barbenheimer, mm -hmm. and now suddenly you guys don't want to be in the hot seat. <laughs> well, now you've created two hot seats. Steaming hot. Steaming piles of shit. Apparently on the, uh, from what we've heard, reportedly uh, with the specific color of paint, uh, the, the pink paint that was being used for all the props on Barbie, there was a shortage of pink paint. It sounds like in your hotel room, 
And on set, there was probably a shortage of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) You can't contain your bowels, Margot Robbie. (laughs) And she says, it's Robbie, it's Robbie. It's Robbie. Robbie. (laughs) Chris Nolan insisted on creating a Mm real-life atom bomb (laughs) for his movie Oppenheimer. Uh Uh, Folks, I believe we just heard what that might sound like. It's a little delayed. The mm-hmm. movie came out a year ago, and we're just now hearing it. Yep, so that's one in the pink. <laughs> one in the stink. <laughs> of course, it's Op- of course Oppenheimer. We loved it. Now, if you're from the Midwest, it is, of course, called Oppenheimer Ranch, Ranch Dressing, <laughs> which sounds like you made some ranch dressing in your pants earlier. And then Fran Drescher comes out mm. because she's the SAG leader. Yes. And she says, did you say Fran's Drescher? <laughs> we all stand up and salute her because she got them their extra quarter a, a word or whatever. And then you say, no, I said ranch dressing. And she goes, okay, Mr. Guy. <laughs> and then Margot Robbie goes, hey, that's my character now. And then James Marsden says, I should win. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see Jury Duty? Yeah, it was great. He's great in it. I just finished it the other night. Oh, you night. did? Yeah. And? I loved it. Yeah, it's great. It was just, it was just on that list of, you got to finish this. Yeah. Then just watch the last four all together, basically. Yeah. I love it. It's great. What, a, what an insane thing to do. <laughs> yeah. The guy took it extremely well. Yeah. I, I think... would have had a <laughs> mental break. Yeah, most people wouldn't have, but... Somehow they found the perfect guy to just be like, oh, wow, this was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh, really? <laughs> instead of instead of your entire reality shattering. Yeah. And like just never being the same. Yeah. And like you think that these people became your friends, but they were just acting. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have to be like, we really did 90% like you. 90% of it was us liking you. And he's like, uh-huh. Okay. I guess I, guess I believe you. And he did. <laughs> And now he has a development deal with Amazon or something. I don't get how anything works. Anyway. Bye. Bye. listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the pfpn hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com thanks for listening